It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X92.9's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. It's Thursday, April 28th, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. I didn't think you were going to make it back here, Shauna. You had to duck home for a moment. I did. Uh, They're reprogramming the remotes for our parkade because somebody in our building lost one. And of course, if that happens, if it gets in the wrong hand, somebody can open it up and go into that garage and rob everybody of their stuff and break windows. So it's kind of a big deal. So we got this emergency notice being like, you have to reprogramming these. But they always do it at 9 (laughs) a.m. I'm like, that's not exactly convenient for everyone who works, like especially for me, because it's tough to leave being on the air. But even for normal people, I'm like, nine. Most jobs, you can't just leave. You can't just leave. Uh, but otherwise, it's just a huge hassle, and I have to, like, there's a guy who comes in specially to do this. So if I miss it, then I won't have access to our underground parkade, which... So was everybody there? Everybody yeah. in the building? Yeah. A little party going on? A little party going on. A little powwow of people that were all hanging out and waiting for their remotes to get... Luckily, the, the guy named Chris, he was the guy who was programming the remotes. He's a big listener. Oh! Uh, and he did mine first so, so that I show. could get back to the show. So. <laughs> Well, that's got, awesome. Everybody else is kind of standing around looking at me, and I roll in late, and he's like, here, we'll do yours. I'm like, thank you, bye. I'm surprised how much theft there is from parkades. It's awful. Like, yeah, around here. It just seems like everybody's had a bike stolen out of a parkade or something, and you think these places are secure, but I yeah. guess, you know, like some of the big buildings, there are so many parking stalls, and the door is up and down so many times, and it's pretty easy for someone to just wait. Well, and this in. keeps happening. Like, for our building, uh, the, the cleaner lost the keys at one point. So then, uh, there's keys that are, you can access the building, and then people are going into the parkade, and so we actually had somebody break into all of our storage units a few weeks ago, because they got access to the parkade, mm-hmm. because one of the other remotes was missing. Like, I don't know, I don't know how you... Who's losing these remotes all the time is my question. Like Probably cars that get gone through. But that's it, yeah. And then they, you find a copy of the registration. Here's the address. Here's the remote. Well, yep. now I know exactly where to go. I know. it's um, And it, it's getting, people are just getting more desperate, I think. So it's yeah. getting more uh, crafty in how this is even happening, right? So... On today's show, some good laughs. We're going to talk about a new type of car wash that's popping up. Uh, my friend is renting out his apartment and he got a gra- very aggressive message from someone. And etymology, we've got a family dilemma going on with our, our new house that we're moving in here. Something Shauna didn't know until she was probably older, older than I she should have been. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to play this hilarious clip from the, the Howard Stern show and the Johnny Depp trial. Yes. First, you're out of context clip of the show. She uncaged a fudge budgie. <laughs> <laughs> The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. We spoke briefly yesterday about how Ryerson University officially changed their name. And uh, I went there. It's, it's, kind of, it's kind of weird to think about the fact that the university I went to no longer exists. Yeah. Like, I understand, of course, the buildings still do. But with the name gone, it just it seems a bit strange. So, like, do you have to say now, do you say I went to Ryerson or what's the new name? Toronto Metropolitan University. Okay. So I think I will start saying that instead of Ryerson. You went to Toronto Metro. I went to- it's weird, though, because you're right, because you, you didn't. No. It was but called Ryerson when I was there. But If enough time passes yeah. and you say Ryerson, people won't know what you're talking about. So It's weird because I can actually request a new degree with the new university's name on it, apparently. And I think I'm going to do that, uh, mainly because I actually have no idea where my current degree <laughs> is. I think I might have thrown it out. So I was like, well, I might as well get a new one have it with the name. Yeah. But also, I like the new name better, I think, 
And I'm in the minority. Like, they were interviewing a bunch of people from Ryerson, current students, and everybody was like, we hate it because it's just such a handful to say, Toronto Metropolitan University. They all agree the name should have been changed. They just don't like what they went with. Are they just calling it TMU? Yeah, which I was like, TMU sounds good. I like that, so why not? not? There are lots of universities with long names that people abbreviate, right? Like, no. Massachusetts Institute of Technology is a, is a mouthful, too. I, I, I mumbled through it there. Yes. People just say MIT, and that's fine. Yeah. Right? And with this name, it, it's per- it perfectly describes where this university is. Like, it is in the absolute center of Toronto. You can't get more central from where the buildings of Ryerson are. Like, I used to have classes in the movie theater at Young and Dundas Square, hmm. which is essentially the, the heart of... That's what everybody sees as the center of Toronto. So I was like, it makes sense. Toronto Metropolitan University. Yeah. And I think like I think going forward the naming trend is going to be away from naming these things after people, right? Because yeah. everybody's flawed. Totally. Right? So if, if you celebrate the person, are you also celebrating the mm-hmm. bad things they did too? Yeah. And I'm good. I'm totally good not having to refer to the university with a dude tied to residential schools. Like, I'm like, good. Like, get rid of the name. Let, let's have it. So instead, I'm Shauna from Toronto Metropolitan University. Hi, Shauna from Toronto Metropolitan University. God, that sounds snobby, though. I'm Beckler from <laughs> no university at all. I'm Beckler from grade 12. I'm kicking 12. my own ass over here. <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Friend of the show, Megan, sent us this clip from uh, the Howard Stern Show. Oh, my God. It's and- so funny. <laughs> He was talking about uh, some of the testimony Johnny Depp gave in this trial, which I re- I really haven't followed at all. Me neither. Don't know much about. So. I keep seeing information about it, and I'm just like, okay, okay, cool. But there was something about like Amber Heard pooping on Johnny's bed or something. He was talking about yeah. that. But I'll, we're gonna play this clip from Howard Stern. He called it dropping a grumpy. What? I thought that some human being had actually dropped a uh, <clears throat> grumpy. Pardon the term. Mm-hmm. Onto the bed. Mm. How dare you? You can't say dropping a grumpy. That's not even a term. How dare you? <laughs> Your Honor, they were yucking it up. They were laughing because, and excuse my language, she had squeezed the cheese. <laughs> if you know what I mean in my bed. Oh. Your Honor, forgive me, but she had produced a rectal pie. <laughs> And Johnny gets all embarrassed. You're like he, you know, he's acting. He takes a long pause. Your Honor. Yeah, I, I don't usually use this word. <laughs> Your Honor, I want you to please excuse this, but she pushed manure out of her turd cutter. She, she took the Browns to the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh my God! Oh, that cracked me up. And I was thinking, oh. like, Howard Stern might be. Like, he's arguably the the goat of radio. Yeah. But this is one area where you and I. Might be able to go toe to toe with him. I think coming so. up with stupid terms for things. Yeah, yeah. I think we. There's one thing we're good at. Yeah, we could battle it out for sure. <laughs> I don't mean to be vulgar here, Your Honor, but uh, she crapped a screaming crap on my bed. <laughs> Forgive me, Your Honor, but she blew her bum nostril <laughs> upon the bed. Like if you were if you were really trying to be polite, you would say like she I, I believe someone defecated on my bed yes. or they deliberately soiled my bed. You wouldn't say dropped a grumpy. No, right? you would not say dropped a grumpy. Excuse my language here, but uh, I believe she took a Darren on my bed. Excuse me, Your Honor, please forgive me, but she she uncaged a fudge budgie. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
I don't mean to be crude, what but she, I believe she may have pinched a pipe and hot piece of hampro upon my bed. You'll, she coiled one up there. You'll have to excuse me, but she she dropped Harry Pooper into the Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> Why would you not just use the term? The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. We were talking about dust bunnies recently, and it reminded me of something that I used to believe. And this is real dumb, but I'm going to admit it to you because, well, I've admitted dumber things, and this is a safe space. <laughs> so for a long time, I was convinced that dust bunnies were actual bunnies that hid under your furniture. I thought they were tiny gray bunnies that attracted dust to their fur. And I remember people would talk about dust bunnies, and I was always like, I want to inquire about this further because I've never really seen one of these dust bunnies, but I, I assume they're around, just very small. Now, I guess how hard we make fun of you here depends on how old you were. When, like you said, for a long time. Yeah. How old were you when you still believed this? I mean... Like, if you're like, if you're like six and you still believe that, okay, yeah. that's cute. If you were like 16... I mean, I don't think it went to as, as late as 16. I, I remember it was kind of like, I don't know. I, I feel like I just kept aging and then I, I, I just never really looked into it exactly. And I was like, well, I, I by this time know that there's not real bunnies down there, but I don't actually know what a dust bunny is. You assume. <laughs> what was the TV show that it, like dust, there were dust bunny characters? Like they lived under the couch and they... Oh. You know what I'm talking about? No. No. Maybe the, I was going to say, I was it, trying but, to justify, I was like, maybe that's why I believed this, but well, I don't yeah. actually remember the show. There so. was a kid's TV show, and there were like anthropomorphic dust bunnies underneath the... Okay. Well, so it's not... You were kind of led astray to... There we go. Canadian children's TV. That's good. This is the one benefit I was thinking, though, of, of the internet. You know, back then, if you had a question like that, you'd have to ask it aloud. And as you got <laughs> older and older, there'd be a, you hit a certain point where it doesn't... It's very embarrassing to ask those things aloud, so you just kind of let it go, right? Whereas now, when we have dumb questions, we can just quietly ask Google, and hopefully no one sees your Google search history. Great observation, and there's proof of that. Every time you go to ask Google a question and it autofills, and you're like, people are asking this? It's true. <laughs> people are asking this kind of stuff? It's very true. And enough of them for it to be one of the most asked questions, for it to be one of the autofill options. Yep. So yep. you're right. Back then... We probably knew, well, I was going to say we, we knew who was dumb, but I mean, now we know who's dumb because they posted on the internet. It's, this is true. So. Yeah. But now, <laughs> like if an 18-year-old shot, I was like, are dust bunnies real bunnies? You know, nobody has to see that. You don't have to find a confidant. And <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to admit them. something to you, and this is real stupid. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. We have a bit of a family dilemma right now. Hello. We move into our new place in a month, and there is one bedroom that both of the boys want. Oh, yeah. And it is, admittedly, a bit cooler than the other available bedrooms. It's about 30% bigger. It's got a bigger closet. It has not one, but two windows in it. Oh, yeah. It's got a window on two different walls, which is kind of cool for a bedroom. Mm -hmm. uh, so who gets it? Bo feels that he is the oldest, Yeah. so he should have first crack at it. But is that fair? Yeah. You think so? He's always the oldest. Hmm. The oldest gets the bigger room. Interesting. Yeah. It's that simple? Yeah. When we were kids, like, first of all, I mean, it's different when you obviously are born into the house, but let's say Bo was born in that house and he was the first, you would give him the nicest bedroom. You well, because there would be no competition. Exactly. But it wasn't, it's no fault of Brigham's that he was born second. No, so it's why should true. he be excluded from, but I mean, from when, the running? But I mean, when Bo moves out, then Brigham can have that bedroom then, 
But like that's my sister's bedroom when we grew up was twice the size as mine. She's older than me. She had the bigger room. Right. When but she you, moved, she was out, born in that house, right? She was, yeah. So, but I mean, so that's, we're relocating now. That's fair, but I think the oldest always gets that room. Huh. Interesting, because I thought, like, yeah, because Bo's eventually Bo's probably going to want to move to the basement, right? When he's yeah. a teenager, I'm guessing thirteen, fourteen, he'll want to go downstairs, have his own space. It's always kind of the graduation that happens, yeah. So would it then Brigham? would make use of that room for longer if he were to move into it first. Like, Bo's seven, so if you think he's got, like, five or six years staying in that room before he moves to the basement, mm-hmm. whereas Brigham, if he takes that room, will likely be there indefinitely. It'll be his room forever. But this way, he graduates to it. So when Bo does move down to the basement, then he graduates to the nicer room because okay. he's then older, and then he gets a bit, he gets a shot at it, too, and then from there, he might move to the basement, and, you know, you kind of just rotate that way. I wonder if Brigham is going to accept your reasoning. Well, I mean, probably not. I wouldn't want to either, but that would be the way I'd go about it for sure. McKenna was trying to explain to Brigham, like, he has trouble staying in his own bed. He climbs in with us most most nights. Right. And obviously he's not going to do that forever, but McKenna said to him, like, why would you get the better room when you don't even stay in it? And That's I was like, a good oh, argument. Oh, damn. Yep. She went there. She did. She went there. She went there. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I wasn't sure what to do. Like, are we going to have to pit them against each other in some sort of competition for the room? But you would think Bo would win that competition, just being the oldest. Yeah. A sleeping oh, I, competition? Let's, <laughs> let's see who sleeps the most soundly. This is all benefiting you, by the way. Let's have a quiet For competition. the next year, we're going to see. <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. We got a bunch of messages in response to that, and most people agree with you, Shauna, that the biggest, the, the first choice of bedroom should go to the oldest. Yeah. I thought that's interesting. I expected people to want it to be a little more fair than that, but no. I, well, I think that is the most fair. If you're the firstborn, then you. Get yeah, I guess historically, bedroom. I mean, entire kingdoms have passed to the firstborn. Yeah. Not just a bedroom. Mm-hmm. So, and someone else made a good point. Like, hey, at least they get their own rooms. Yeah. Like, that is a good point. Like, Absolutely. Lots of people, if you grew up with several siblings in a, in a house, didn't have enough bedrooms, you shared a bedroom. And the younger ones were the ones that were sharing the bedrooms. It wasn't yes. the older. Yes. But I think people look at it traditionally as the oldest has most responsibilities, so they also get the perks, like the, the first pick in bedroom. You know what I mean? Like That's true. Just kind of goes hand in hand. That's true. Even like... I mean, life was more strict for me than it was for my brothers growing yep. up. There, I had I had to follow f- way more rules than my brothers did. Absolutely. And my parents, and I understand they were just kind of feeling it out. I think it's probably the same for most families, right? You're yep. really yeah, protective I, with the first kid. And when you asked that question, I was like, "Well, it's obvious to me." Yeah. Like I thought it was just a pretty standard thing. Was that oldest got pick a bedroom? Huh. Well, interesting. Mm-hmm. Someone else mentioned like make Brigham's room really special for him. And then he won't mind. And I was yeah. like, well, we've talked to him about that. I, I, don't, I think I've told you this on the podcast. I've definitely told you off the air. But the, the, the room that he's moving into is a little girl's room right now. It's right. all pink. And we're Which like, is- no, Brigham, we're going to make it look like, like your room. And he's like, I'm not sleeping in a girl's room. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be a girl's room no. when you move in. He'll understand that soon enough. <laughs> v and S in 20 minutes or less. Etymology with Shauna. So I heard the term just joshing you the other day, and I was like, where does that come from? Like just kind of fooling with you? Just yeah, kind of just messing, messing around with, with you? you. Yeah, who's Josh? Exactly. That's what I asked. I was like, who's, who the frig is Josh, and why are we why are we talking to him about him? Uh, so it turns out the phrase is actually named after a famous Josh. He was a notorious prankster. So he was a deaf-mute con man named Josh Tatum. 
And this is what he did. So when the U.S. Mint came out with a new Liberty nickel, this was back in 1883, the front had the Goddess of Liberty, but the back had the Roman numeral 5, the V, instead of the actual written 5 cents like it did before. So a bunch of con artists saw this and they were like, oh, we can fool people with this. So the new coins looked a lot like the $5 gold piece in in shape and everything else. So Josh would walk into a store, buy an item that cost five cents or less, and then he'd lay down one of these new coins. And a lot of the clerks saw that five, the Roman numeral V, and assumed it was a $5 piece. And they would give him change for $5 instead of five cents. So he'd make four ninety five, Which back then... On each transaction. A ton of money. What year was this? This was back in 1883. Oh, That's yeah. when that it first came out. That would be quite a bit of money. So yeah. quite a bit of money. And I guess he did this forever. And a lot of clerks were, in fact, fooled by his his sneakery. Um, so at one point, he actually was arrested for this, and they tried to charge him, but he was in, in the court of law, and I guess his lawyer argued that Josh was a deaf mute, and he couldn't tell the clerk that he'd made a mistake. So that's why this was all happening, is he didn't mean to do that. He just couldn't uh. say, oh, no, no, you're wrong. This is the five-cent piece, not the $5 piece, because he was a deaf mute. So the lawyer said that to him, and he actually got off. He never got charged because that held up in court as the reason as to why. Interesting. He made all the money. I mean, he he could still see. Mm-hmm. He could see that he was using the wrong coin, but he couldn't communicate. Communicate apparently, which again. And I guess yeah, if they looked similar enough that the cashiers who handled the money all day were fooled too. Yep. Then, so that's Josh. Hey, that's Josh. That's why we say just Josh. You know, Josh. Yeah. So really, it should be like just ripping you off, it just conning be. you. But yep. Yeah, and that's how it's I guess like, it, when we first started saying that term, that's how it, it was. It was meant. He joshed me. Yeah, and then it kind of transformed to just joking around now because he was a bit of a prankster, I guess, as well. Etymology with Shauna. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. A friend of mine owns this really nice property that he's renting out. And like the monthly rent on this place is, is not cheap. Mm-hmm. It's probably two and a half times what I could afford, you know, to pay for my place. But... It's a, it's a pretty exclusive place. There would only be a handful like them in the city, and it's worth a lot of money. Yep. Well, he got a message from someone the other day from through one of these sites that he's advertising on. This person was trying to shame him for the amount of rent that he was asking for. Oh, my God. And the person said, here's the, here's the message. You greedy F. You're pathetic. Everything that's wrong with the world, go F yourself. Man, I don't know. Have you been on Marketplace or any of those and seen any of the rental properties on there? No. Because that's all people do. All people do now on Facebook Marketplace, I swear, they're bored. They go on there and they find places that are being rented out and they all shame people for the cost of rent at these places. Why? It happens all the time. I don't know. It makes them feel better about themselves to think that others are ripping people off. It's the dumbest thing. It's actually gotten to the point where I stop. Like I, I stopped looking because it was like the, the same crap all the time. Oh, this is way too expensive for what that is. You think somebody's gonna pay that? Then don't, uh, then don't pay it. That's it. All you're spo- all you need to do is keep scrolling. Like if it's not for you, if it's something that you can't afford, let it go. I just laugh. I'm like, well, you're dreaming if you think you're gonna get that, and I keep going. Yeah, and I keep looking for something else. Seriously, like, it's a, a very strange habit that people have formed. That's a crazy message to send to someone that oh you don't my know God, to say that ever. this person is everything that's wrong with the world because Holy. they own a nice property and are asking what they feel is too much for rent. I mean, it's part of this growing sentiment that anyone who has done slightly better is the enemy. Yeah, and you know, I agree that. If, 
everyone who's out there trying their best deserves a place to stay. I absolutely. Yep. But I mean, this is a very exclusive place. There's only a handful like it that you could even get. Yes. And like my friend who owns this place is not the reason that some people are unhoused. It just it, no. it's not really how it works. Yep. I find I Somebody's- find myself like diverging more and more from that that sentiment that's growing, you know, like from what I think is a really common attitude these days that like the wealthy are to blame for everything. Yeah, it's a very it's odd like, one to me. Yeah, like I'm middle class. Oh. I'm from a middle class family. I yeah. will probably always be middle class, but mm-hmm. I don't look at people who have more than me and think it's your fault that I don't have this. Yeah, like, I know. It's it's a very strange thing. And I mean, the problem is, is that as humans, we always need someone to blame, right? Mm-hmm. We always need to take it off of ourselves. Can't let it be that it's our our fault that this is the case. It's like you gotta you gotta deflect it onto someone, and for some reason, the wealthy or who everybody's deflecting onto yeah. right now. And that I mean, some the, people do the elderly and the elderly, yeah, like, old be, boomers, yeah, boomers, boomers, people who, fault. yeah, it's it's their fault that the housing market is is insane. It's just like no, no, you you would you would have done things differently were you in their shoes. Would have like, been this exact same thing. I mean, I, there's no question that some people are dealt a terrible hand, and yes. some people just have. You know, bad luck, and they have factors working against them that make it very difficult to get ahead. I Absolutely. completely understand that. There is, but yeah, like you know, I I just you know, I will I will never have a place like this, like the, like my friend is renting out. I will never own a place like that. I will never rent a place like that. And yeah. I'm not mad at him. No, I'm not mad that he has that. I know. Like I just, it's very strange. Keep going with what I got. Yeah. Like just again, like you can just scroll scroll past like that said, one if you don't like it. Like did he, this guy go and sort listings by most expensive to least expensive, and then he's and messaging all the owners? Yeah, what's wrong with the world? Like and take as you that said, energy and work on yourself. Some of these uh, posts are maybe inflated in the the cost, right? And that's fine. But again, those people will quickly realize that when no one responds. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to be writing these messages and being like, "This is the reason <laughs> the world sucks." The BNS and Twenty Minutes or Less podcast. I was reading about how. Luxury car washes are becoming more and more popular. And I guess it's costing more to run a car wash, so these businesses are now looking to stand out in some way. So Yeah, I've, I've realized that I love the car wash so much, and I've realized that if like the, the price of water ever goes crazy, yeah. that will be something that we just don't do anymore. So I'm enjoying it while I can. I was going to ask you, like, as an avid car wash attender, are there any luxuries or little perks that you'd like to see added? Nothing crazy, no. Just good, good water temperature. Okay. Um, I know you do the wand wash. Yeah, and I love the ones that have a foam cannon because I find that really cuts through any dirt. So that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I guess a lot of these car washes though are focusing on offering a bunch of stuff while you wait. So these are the ones where you drop off your car and then you're kind of hanging around. Oh, that's too rich for me. I know. One offers a hookah lounge. Uh, which is insane. You can just go and smoke some hookah while you wait. Another offer is like a bunch of gourmet foods, and they're trying to make it kind of a cafe that you can go and hang out in. Uh, a car wash in Zurich actually has a dance club attached to it. What? Now, that one is a little weird to me because most of the time you're going to the car wash during the day, are you not? So yeah. You're going to go yeah. drop off your car and then midday go to a dance club? <laughs> For an hour while they detail it. And like, then- that doesn't... Does anybody go to the club sober is my question, okay? Because that is what nightmares are made of to me. Like, can you imagine going to a club stone sober, just dancing around up there while you're waiting for your sounds car? Sounds horrible. And, sounds- then, and then how do they, they come find you when it's ready? Oh or the or God. the DJ? A bunch of... Shauna Jefferson, your car's ready! Right? A bunch of drunk dudes are running, rubbing <laughs> up against you. You're nope. like, ah, I gotta go! My car's, my car's clean! Help! Your reek of booze. Just, oh, that sounds like 
That is what nightmares are made of to me. Like a terrible idea. Just I, terrible. I can't even... The idea of walking into a club stone sober during the oh. day just freaks me right out. Oh. Like, you, you need a certain level of drunkenness to be able to handle what goes down in a club. You, you know what I mean? You certainly do. Yeah. <laughs> Coming in out of broad daylight. Oh, my God. All these... <laughs> your eyes are adjusting. Your business suits. Everybody's just like... Oh, yeah. Which car Which car is yours? VNS in 20 minutes or less. You've uh, probably seen the story about how the, how fast the elderly population in this country is growing. Yeah. It's six times faster than younger Canadians. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is that just because we're living longer? But I think the main cause is that the fertility rate in Canadian women is way down. And there's a lot of baby boomers, right, that are all retiring now, too. And that, that was, of out. course, a big surge of yep. population. So there are now... One million more people age 65 plus than there are under 15. That's how big the gap is now. Crazy. And like we said in the news, of course, like an aging population comes with all kinds of challenges, right? Like how to manage pensions, how to provide care for seniors. Mm -hmm. Um, And you and I both love seniors, Shauna. I love, love old people. With this news, um, well, there's going to be a lot of old people around. It's true. We made aging sexy Way back when, right? We made getting older sexy. Getting older sexy, yeah. but I think it applies to just old people in general too. Totally. Ooh, I seen your body, and I like it. <laughs> Senior. Oh, you're so stiff. Let me help rub that out for you. Yeah, long, long, longevity. <laughs> Looks like you're a little cold. It's time to turn up the heat. Oh yeah, hotter. No, hotter. Make it nice and steamy in here. Ooh, yeah. Shower us with your whiz, dumb. <laughs> oh, it's so hard. That scotch mint you gave me. So hard. <laughs> Mm-hmm. VNS in 20 minutes or less. I'm going to Toronto this weekend for a friend's wedding, and uh, a lot of my friends' friends are traveling from out of town. So the bachelorette is also this weekend. Mm-hmm. So they've done it where the Monday Monday night is the wedding, and then a couple days before is the bachelorette, so that everybody can kind of come in at once and, and do both. Uh, here's the thing: is that the information on the bachelorette I just read through, it starts at 10 p.m. Michael, that's. So the wedding is on a Monday, yeah. and the bachelorette starts at 10 p.m.? 10 like, p.m. Prime time, prime time hours here. Honestly. That's, like, <laughs> was nothing else available? I, just, <laughs> I got thinking about that, though, and then I was like, well, those are the friends that when we were in university, we used to go out at like 11 at night, right? You'd, you'd pre-drink at your place before, and then you'd head out on the town at 11, even midnight. Pre-drinking was great. Yeah. You well, don't pre-drink as much as adults. I I actually, I I like going out. That's the thing. I like enjoying going out too. I mean, back then we didn't have the money to do that. So you pre-drank and then you hardly spent any money on drinks when you were out. That was the bottom line. But it's usually your tightest crew that you were pre-drinking with, right? It's true. Yep. Yep. I have to be honest though. I I was never a huge fan of the whole going out at 11 p.m. or starting your night at midnight out either. Yeah. And now we're doing this where the bachelorette starts at 10 p.m. <laughs> it's like, what the hell am I supposed to do before 10 like go for Did dinner I... and then pre-drink by myself? Like <laughs> Is nobody getting have together? Have a nap? Or are they I haven't asked. I'm sure somebody would be beforehand as well. But st- I just ten o'clock. That's what? late. Yeah, and it won't be an early one for you. That's it's what not I'm gonna wondering. be like probably not gonna be like three hours out, right? Oh my lordy. I was like, are we these are the saddest times with the the job that we do because if I am up till three thirty in the morning, which 
if we start at 10 p.m., there's likelihood of, then I am going to bed the same time that I normally wake up on weekdays. That's always a terrible realization. It's a full 24-hour shift. Oh, man. On the odd like night I've gone out on a Friday when we work, and it ends up being a late one, it doesn't even seem like the same day anymore. I'm like, oh, man, I worked this morning. Well, we did, we did a show. When I was in this day. Kelowna a couple weeks ago, I did the morning show on the Friday, and then we drove to Kelowna, and I didn't get to bed until 3 a.m., oh. which is 4 a.m. Oh. our time because there's a time change. And I realized because <laughs> my watch told me that I had been up for 24 hours. And I was Your like, watch is like, hey, crazy lady. That's great. Go to that's bed. That's just great. <laughs> You've been listening to the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS in 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.